0: Hey everybody, this is Jake Walker, and you're listening to Living for the Day, a podcast that exists to encourage and equip people to live in light of the day of Jesus' return. I'm really excited for this episode. We are talking about the beautiful, important, so Jesus-like trait of humility. I love talking about humility. I just think it's so important. And so I'm just so excited to encourage myself and encourage you in humility today. So let's just do it. Let's jump right into the episode. Hey everybody, thanks again for jumping in and listening to Living for the Day. I pray that I'll uh, make the most of this time and you will be encouraged and equipped in the Lord. You know, I've just been thinking about this podcast and just been thinking about the day, I'm thinking about living for the day, and I just feel so excited for that day. And, you know, I think we would do well as human beings, but also as followers of Christ, um, if you would consider yourself a follower of Christ to think more, consider more um, the day when Jesus returns or the day that you meet him face to face. I don't know why. I just feel such a excitement, such a longing for that day, for my faith to finally be made sight, for me to see my Lord, see my Savior. I think somewhere, is it First Peter? Though, I think it's First Peter 1, though you do not see him, you love him right? I just sense Lord, I I love you, Lord, and I just can't wait to see you. And I can't believe it. You know, one day he's going to really visibly, literally return. And we're also going to stand before him in judgment, each one of us individually. And yeah, that puts the fear of God in me. (laughs) But it doesn't um, terrify me um, because I know that Jesus was my substitute on the cross, that he took uh, the wrath of God that I deserved. And, um, because he's my advocate and he loves me and he's interceding for me. And, um, but I think it just would do well for, we would do well to think more about this day. And that's why this podcast exists. I think of, you know, second Timothy four, eight just says, now there's in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Come on, isn't that a treasure? <laughs> All who've longed for his appearing. Friend, do you long for his appearing? Um, maybe you don't. And maybe you could pray. Lord, would you help me long for your appearing? And would you help me be ready for that day? And that's what this podcast is about, is helping us be ready for that day and help us think about that day. And we just been in a series about topics that help us be ready for the day and I, probably there isn't a better topic or character trait or something to pursue than what we'll be talking about today which is humility humility oh humility isn't it amazing um to be around someone who's genuinely humble and when you know when I'm not, when I'm talking about humility I'm not talking so, about somebody without a backbone or you know, someone who's just a pushover, but I'm talking about a genuine Christ-like, Jesus was strong, right? But he was also the ultimate example of humility, of putting others before himself. And so just to talk about what I'm, what I'm, you know, uh, how I'm kind of thinking about humility as we, as we jump into this episode, I, I was just, I wrote down this little definition, a willingness to submit. And to not demand your own way, come on, I think that's good—a willingness to submit and not demand your own way. You know what a what a beautiful thing to be um, someone who's willing to submit to God and submit to others who are in authority over us. You know that's so no, not popular <laughs> in our world today, but it's so biblical. It's so beautiful and um it's so right and it leads to flourishing right so humility a willingness to submit and not demand your own way i just wrote a few things um that i of why i believe humility helps us to live for the day so i'm just gonna i'm gonna read those maybe make a few comments and i'm just gonna share some scripture verses about humility and make some comments maybe share a few stories and we'll wrap it up for the day but um just love humility I'm thankful for the examples of humility in my life. Um, Just people who have been willing to lay their lives down, to lay their own preferences down for the good of others. Um, The ways that I have seen humility in action, I'm just so thankful for and pray that I could live out in my life. Lord, have mercy on me and help me. So, Here are just a few things I wrote down when it comes to why, why are you talking about humility on a living for the day podcast? Like why does humility help us to live for the day? Maybe it's obvious, but humility allows us to trust someone else, God, namely God, about what matters in this life and the next, right? Humility allows us to trust someone else, God, about what matters in this life and the next. That's it, people. Humility allows us to trust God. It empowers us to trust God. It strengthens us to trust God and say, oh God, uh, I want to lean on my own understanding, as Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, but um, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I am going to, in all my ways, acknowledge you, and you will make my path straight. (laughs) That's humility, and it's wisdom. Um, Let's go on. Humility allows us, yeah, It allows us to obey God because if we don't have humility, we just go our own way and we disobey. So, humility allows us to obey God, which leads to reward on the day, right? Come on. Humility empowers us to hear guidance and wisdom from others. So good. Humility empowers us to receive wisdom and guidance from others. If you're not humble, then you're not going to think you have something to learn from someone. Um and that's just not a great way to live. And it's not um nice for other people around you either. <laughs> humility empowers us to follow Jesus, not ourselves. Doesn't it? It's just like humility is like well, it's the opposite of pride, right? And isn't pride just so the root and um kind of a source of Evil. it's saying i am god and not you whereas humility is saying i'm not god and god you're god and that's the source of sanity my friends why because that's reality we are not god and god is god so sanity um is humility humility sanity right to acknowledge god you're god i'm not god right so humility empowers us to follow Jesus, not ourselves. That's going to matter on the day. Humility empowers us to learn and grow. Humility empowers us to learn and grow. I don't know about you, friend. I want to grow. I want to get better. <laughs> I want to. I want to learn. I want to. I want to do great things for God. And if I just trust myself, I'm just going to lead to disaster, right? Um, but if I trust God and I live by faith, who knows what God will do um, through us. Humility is what enables us to be saved. So that's important, right, for the day. Humility enables us to be saved, friends, because we admit that we need a Savior and repent. You know, you don't repent without humility. It's like I you know, have this picture of, someone thrashing in the water about to drown and someone is throwing you know a life preserver to them but they're thrashing around and they won't grab it um humility is acknowledging i need a savior i need to be saved right that's that's a humble act i can't save myself and that's the biblical truth. That's one of the hard biblical truths is we are not made right with God on our own. We're not, we are born into sin, right? We are born, um, enemies of God and that's a tough pill to swallow, but it's, it's the reality, uh, it's the truth and we need to be saved. And so taking, taking hold of the provision made in Jesus Christ through repentance and faith it takes humility um, but it's sanity because it's the reality that we need to be saved our sinful souls are separated from a holy and just god and because of his great love and because of his great mercy he's provided a way he's provided that life preserver and all we need to do is grab it in humility and repentance and faith so come on those are some reasons I believe that humility is important for the day. Um, Just some statements about that, but let's just jump into a few verses. I'm going to do some of these from memory. We did scripture memory last episode. uh, Got some positive feedback about that. And um, so here we go. Psalm 149.4 says, For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He adorns the humble with salvation. He adorns the humble with salvation. Another translation says um, with victory, right? There's something to when we submit ourselves to God, we humble ourselves before him that he's He's on our side in a way that he's not when we're proud and prideful. I love First Peter 5, 5 through 9. It's so good. It just says, in the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders. All of you, clothe yourselves in humility toward one another because God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And then it says, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the whole world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Wow. So good. God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. It's just, it's just, I don't know how to say. It's a law of the spiritual life. It's just how God set it up. Um, And it makes sense um, (laughs) that if you are you know, submitting yourself and saying, "God, I want your wisdom. I want your way. Help me to live for you. I honor you as my Creator. I am the creation. I submit to you." That God's going to be, um, God's going to re- respond to that with blessing, and I want to pour out my favor on you. So let's go to another in Micah six eight. He has shown you, O mortal, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you? To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. What does the Lord require? Act justly, love mercy, walk humbly with your God. I love that. Walk humbly with your God. I love that idea. I love that picture of walking humbly with your God. It's this journey. It's this relationship, and that's required by the Lord, and it's something that matters a lot to Him. Um, The next one is Ephesians 4, and just going to take a little bit more time on this one because this has just been such a anchor passage for my work team uh, at CA, our staff team of uh, we run the student ministries team, and we just we talk about Ephesians four all the time, and I think it's been a key passage that has helped to unite us, to help us to work together for years. Um, and to be for each other, to believe the best about each other. And so I'm just going to say it, and then just say why I like it so much. But Ephesians 4, 1 through 2, therefore I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you've been called by God. And then it says this, always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other. Making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every Effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. Whoa. Isn't that amazing? I just love that. Always be humble and gentle. Oh, God, forgive me. Have mercy. (laughs) I'm not always humble and gentle. Forgive me, Lord. Always be humble and gentle. And it says be patient with each other. And I love this. This is so good. Making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Whoa. What if we did that, family? What if we did that when somebody has faults? And yeah, we live with people. People have faults. I love this verse. because It's like, hey, make allowance for each other's faults. That doesn't mean that we, (laughs) I don't know, you know, never address things that need to be addressed. Of course not. We do that in humility and love. But it means make allowance. It means realize that there are going to be faults, and have mercy, and and forgive, and love. And then it goes on and just says make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. Whoa! Make every effort, Lord. Did you say make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit? That's a high call. That's a high call. What a powerful, powerful verse. I just if you haven't thought about that, I I would just encourage you to go look that one up and just read it and meditate on it. I would encourage you to memorize it. It's just so powerful. And I would encourage you make it a, I don't know, put it up on your wall, put it on your fridge, (laughs) memorize, put it in your heart most of all, and talk about it with someone. Um, It's just such a powerful passage. It's great for, I think, for family, for um, any environment that you want to have great love and humility in so i love ephesians 4 and then you know who's the greatest example of humility of all time it's jesus and um i love philippians 2 because it talks about jesus it's like i was thinking about what are some examples of humility in my life and i'll just briefly get to those in a moment but ultimately jesus is the ultimate example of humility and the bible kind of describes humility through philippians 2 so i'm gonna try to say this from memory Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ, any comfort from his love, any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Thinking of others is better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others, too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges and took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all the names, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Whoa. Come on, Philippians 2. That is so good. There's just so much to unpack there, obviously. Um, but I, I, I love that, you know, verses 3 through 5 and 6. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Thinking of others is better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had, though he was God. Though he was God. He did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. Then he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. And I just love that, you know, there's mystery here, but we got to remember that Jesus says, you know, that, um, in Luke 14 11, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted and we see it in Jesus's life that as he sought humility he was brought to honor and I just think that there's something there there's a promise in humility you know that um, humility there's a reward <laughs> there's a reward for humility guys um, and God will not fail to lift you up as you live in humility i'm not saying of course that that means you know we're going to be you know necessarily flashy in this world or something like that but god will not fail in his promise to honor those who are humble i believe that with all my heart so i just hope that you can remember the promise of humility just as christ humbled himself in the ultimate form he was honored and elevated and exalted ultimately and I believe as we seek to live in humility, there's a promise that God will honor that and God will exalt in his way, in his wise time. Just a few more verses. Proverbs eleven two. 2, then when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. This is one of my favorite ones. Proverbs 22, 4, humility is the fear of the Lord. It's wages are riches and honor in life. So what do you earn with humility? Riches, honor, and life. Wow. And of course, that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, earthly riches and you're going to be rich. I'm not talking about that, but spiritual riches, um, that which matters the most and what's going to matter most on the day. Humility is the key. That fear of the Lord is the key. And so I'm just thankful um, for humility and just thankful to think about it with you for a moment. And I want to encourage you to pursue humility, um, to kind of do an inventory of your heart and say, how am I doing with humility? How am I doing with being willing to submit and not go my own way? How am I doing? Do I have anybody in my life who can tell me no and tell me what you're doing is unwise. (laughs) Do I have anybody in my life who I'm submitted to? Like, that's a powerful question. Um, how am I doing in my relationships? Am I being always humble and gentle? (laughs) Come on, we can do it, uh, through the power of the spirit, um, imperfectly, but we can, we can venture there. Um, are we making allowances for each other's faults? Are we just all? Are we just easily offended and easily irritated and easily angered? Or are we saying, "I'm going to make allowance for each other's faults"? Whoa, friends! Are we making every effort to keep ourselves united in the spirit? I just think about you know um, my short life so far, and I think one of the ways that I've been able to live out humility has been, and I've seen the fruit of it has been in, um, growing up and, you know, my relationship with my parents, um, I certainly was not perfect, but, um, by God's grace, there came a point where I made a decision where I I was going to be someone who was obedient and, you know, not go behind my parents' backs and trust them. And, you know, I just see the fruit of that. I see the fruit of, a, uh, you know, encouraging and healthy and loving, um, cherished relationship, uh, between my parents and I, and I also see just great results, you know, <laughs> like when my parents, you know, had me read a book called do hard things. I think it was called. And, I don't, I don't, I don't love doing hard things, but like something in that got into me and, you know, I, I sought to be obedient even when they, you know, called me to do something hard and thank God that, you know, though I'm so imperfect at it, that I, uh, at least recognize that doing hard things is important and I seek to not shy away from doing hard things. Um. Yeah, I, you know, I think I told this story on the podcast, but one time my dad, you know, said I wasn't going to be able to watch a show because it was just weird, but I was really bummed about it. And I just remember my dad, you know, being a dad and just saying no. And I just remember later that night just thinking in my heart somehow as as a little kid, it's just God, it's just his grace. But I just remember thinking, man, I'm so thankful that I have a dad who cares about what, you know, I I watch and what goes into my heart. And I think that was a, that was a gift of God of humility in my life. And that led me to continue to um, seek to honor my parents with what, you know, I put in my life and what I watched and what I listened to. Um, Again, not perfectly, but um, I think that led me to just a lot of freedom and it helped me avoid a lot of pain and um just danger and um yeah i'm really thankful for that you know i just think of some other people in my life i think of my dad who you know i think he's just he is just unbelievably talented and gifted and anointed and he had so many opportunities to do even more than he did you know as a worship leader and as a musician but In humility, he made hard calls and said no to things that could have given him more notoriety. Um, But he sought to be faithful to the Lord, and he sought to be a great husband and a great dad. And that takes humility, you know, to not necessarily go the way that would give you more applause. Um, And so I'm just so thankful for the way my dad did that. I think of my mom... um, who you know just constantly has throughout my life you know laid down her life and laid down her preferences to serve and to love and to um you know make hard hard calls and um, has just been such an amazing mom to so many, including us four uh, Walker kids, um, but the way that she has selflessly in humility, uh, poured out her life um, in service to Jesus has been radical, and I'll forever be shaped by it. I'm so thankful. I think of my uh, one of my pastors, Pastor Mark Pickrell, who you know just set such a foundation at our church, Christian Assembly, of humility um, that the foundation of everything we do is God's grace, um, because we're all messed up. And we all need a savior and we need radical saving of our whole selves. And so he's just led with such a, you know, this is who we are. We're, we're humble and we recognize our need um, for God. And because we recognize our need for God, um, that means that we're gracious with each other. That means we have mercy on each other. That means we have, uh, we make allowances for each other's faults. And just so thankful for that. And so, humility, guys, humility is going to matter on that day. And I really think that's something to draw out though, that there's a reward in humility. Um, and we don't always know what that's going to turn out to look like, but there is a reward. Jesus says, you know, those who exalt themselves will be humble, but those who humble themselves will be exalted. And so living for the day, let's live for the day, um, by being like Christ and, um, really pursuing, uh, humility. Again, I'm not talking about, um, not being someone, you know, who has conviction. No, have conviction. I'm not talking about someone who has no confidence. No, have confidence in Christ. Um, I'm talking about someone who's submitted first and foremost to God and someone who is willing to be submitted, um, appropriately To other people, um, and who are willing to not always go their own way because they recognize that they are a sinner who needs saving and needs wisdom and needs somebody else. So, I could probably keep talking about humility, but I think that'll wrap it up for the day. Um, Hey, I hope that you're thinking about the day. I hope that you're thinking about the day when Jesus returns and what's going to matter on that day. And I hope that you're encouraging others to think about what's going to matter on that day and how cool to be a community of people who are longing for the day. Just like that second Timothy four eight verse says now there's in store for me, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge will award to me on the day and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Let's long for his appearing together. And I think just to end, I'm going to say a prayer for you listening to this and for me, um, that we'll just walk in humility. So, Lord, I just thank you so much for the way that you um, were humble, Jesus, when you gave your life on the cross and in so many ways. And so you're you're our Savior first and foremost. Um, And so we just say thank you uh, for um, dying and for giving your life for all who would um, receive you. And just come to you in repentance and faith. And Lord, I just pray for myself. I pray for the person listening to this podcast. God, would you increase our humility? Uh, (laughs) Would you help us, God, remember you? Would your spirit assist our wills to... Walk in humility to love to, as Ephesians four says, always be humble and gentle, be patient with each other, make allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit. God, help us do that. Help us do that. Lord Jesus. Um, thank you for being the ultimate savior, the ultimate example of humility. Just love you so much in Jesus name. Amen. Well, as we wrap up the nugget for the day is just a verse revelation 21, three, it says this i heard a loud shout from the throne saying look god's home is now among his people he will live with them and they will be his people god himself will be with them and i just love that verse i wanted it to be the nugget um just to kind of put in your mind the idea and the the hope and the reality that it's such a big part of you know The story of the Bible is God wanting to be with his people. (laughs) And this verse is like a finale, just like, finally, God is with his people. He made a way. And that's going to be the supreme treasure of heaven is that we get to be with God and we get to celebrate him and worship him and ultimately to know him So I'm just going to read it one more time. I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, look, God's home is now among his people. He'll live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hey, thanks so much for uh, listening to Living for the Day. I hope that you're encouraged and equipped and um, just pray you're blessed and I'll look forward to the next episode. Talk to you soon.